This podcast is powered by Zencaster. My guest on today's podcast is Sean Bracey. He is a multimedia production and strategy, I would say, coach or guru. He is uh, helping speakers to properly monetize their signature talks while crossing over into new markets. Sean Bracey is the founder of Motivator Music, LLC. He uses his remix process to develop speaking albums and videos for his clients, helping his clients land commercial voice voiceover deals, earn thousands of streams, and grow their digital footprint. Sean launched his career as a music video director while still in broadcasting school. In between videos, he would often recruit classmates to be in skits once a week. One of the videos caught the eye of a motivational speaker. Curious how they could collaborate, he sent Sean a 60-second voiceover speech to work with. That same voiceover sparked an international collaboration featuring speakers in 10 countries. A number of speakers featured on the album found value and began to inquire about having their own material produced. From there, Sean noticed gaps within the speaking industry, which certain music industry techniques could fill. Please welcome my guest, Sean Bracey, to the show. Thanks so much, Sean. I'm so happy to have you on the podcast today. Oh, man, it's a, it's a blessing to be a person. You know, it's a pleasure. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> this is really funny how we met Sean. We actually met at a podcast recording studio, excuse me there, um, and we crossed paths and you actually had a Motivation Mondays event that you throw tonight, uh, which is in Vegas for all my listeners out there. I am bouncing back and forth between LA and Vegas at the moment. And so this is fabulous because I get to meet different creators. I get to meet different podcasters. I get to meet artists in so many different genres, being in spaces like this, which is so fun. And then we do like a little bit of crossover. So you are a very unique guest for me, Sean, because you're not from the circus world or the gymnastics world, but you are a creative. And I love what you do. It's very interesting. And I would love to know more about how you got into what you do. And then what is Motivation Mondays? And why is it so motivational. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You know, you know, what we do is we work with speakers that really you know, help monetize their message and, you know, package it and market it in ways that they're not really used to um, because they're used to just writing a book, writing a book, hoping a book leads to different opportunities, you know, and book sales and everything like that. But when every speaker is doing the same thing, nobody really standing up. And, you know, we feel like speakers have a really good opportunity to really um, benefit off their social impact. You know, when you're on stage, you're saying stuff that could really like touch somebody, right? Could just really listen. We hear that same phrase over and over to guide them throughout their progression and activity as they're succeeding and everything. So we want to really maximize that, put the music behind it, make it flow like a song, you know, mix it the right way, EQ and everything. And, you know, just put it out there and let them really impact the world. That's so cool. That's like really interesting and really unique. I think you're like the first artist that I've met in this way. And um, I do, I think, a bit of motivational speaking myself. I have over the years. Um, ever so often I get the opportunity to speak. I'm an advocate um, in several different fields. 
uh, why shouldn't say several, but in a few fields, I am an advocate. Um, and I've been called upon to speak ever so often. Um, so how does that tie in with Motivation Mondays that you're doing here in Vegas? I mean, it says it's music, networking, and content creation. So it's kind of like an uh, like a all-in-one, all-inclusive type thing, but I'd love to understand uh, what you intend to inspire with Motivation Mondays um, and what people can get out of it if they show up. Yeah, for sure. You know, we just want to create the environment for productivity and excellence. And we do that by just the simple, basic essentials of, you know, being productive. You know, what we feel like, you know, leans towards being productive. Got some nice, soulful music, you know, played at the right tone. Also, you got to have the environment set with the whiteboards, ink, ink pens, paper, markers everywhere. You know, you got the paper up on the wall. This is like all kinds of paper just everywhere, uh, whiteboards everywhere. We also have the podcasting room that we're able to co- co-create with and um, say, get content as well, practice your voiceovers or, you know, practice some certain content, even record, you know, record a little bit of content. Um, so, yeah, we just really want to create the vibe for excellence and that's how we want to do it, especially in Vegas. We feel like there's so much greatness going on. So, you know, what, what better place to bring it or start it off with in Vegas? What better month in February? Obvious reasons, you know, and uh, we just going to dive that, you know, just do it every, every month. But we're going to start with every week in February. Oh, okay. Well, I love how it's launched. Um, this is Black History Month, and this is my first episode of the podcast uh, for Black History Month. So it couldn't be at a better time because for me to support fellow Black creators, Black artists is uh, everything that the Live Like an Acrobat podcast is about. And it's incredibly important. And I love seeing different artists um, of color, different Black artists finding their way and creating new paths and creating new uh, strains of art that, you know, maybe haven't been tapped into. I'm a very niche artist as a circus artist myself. And Vegas is a really interesting kind of strange town. (laughs) I've been working here on and off for like, a very long time. And so it's interesting to see how Vegas has changed, how it's grown, how it's adapted. I mean, it's definitely very different than when I started working here years ago. And there's just something I kind of think for everyone. And there's so many different types of artists here. You have so many different communities that kind of like come together. It's very much like LA, but I would say, you know, yeah, it's still very unique. Vegas is still its own kind of hybrid, and I think its own universe. And are you from Vegas, Sean, or did you kind of find yourself here? Yeah, I was definitely invited myself here. I wish I was from here. I've always wanted to come to the West Coast. I've always, <laughs> been, you know, secretly wanted to go to California. You know, I've, I've not spoken out about it, but you know, this is this opportunity came for came here for a conference. That conference turned into two, and I was like, true, like. You might as well do something here too, because you know I just I just felt the, the the energy, the good vibes. I noticed Vegas was a you know one of a kind town, especially with being here. You know with the craft that you in, you know I salute I salute what you do. That's not easy. You know you got to be in great shape. You, you know you got to be on it. It's a good live. Like you can't if you make a mistake, everything you know everybody sees it. So and I salute that for sure. But yeah, I'm not from Vegas. I'm from North Carolina. Oh, you're from North Carolina. 
Oh, well, that's a long way. I've been in North Carolina. Um, please hold that thought for just a second, Sean. Hey, everyone. It's Shanae. Enjoying the podcast? Wondering how I make it? If you ever want to start a podcast or make and edit video content, Zencaster is the best tool for newbies and professionals. Easy to use, phenomenal audio and video quality beyond, and offers a free trial. Join the podcast community at Zencaster.com and don't forget to use my code Zencaster Stiletto for 30% off your first three months of professional podcasting. The link is in the description of this episode. And now back to the show. Um, I can't remember when it was that I was there, but I have been there. What city are you from? Yes. Okay. What did, what did you say again? What part? city are you from in North Carolina? Oh, yes. Charlotte, Charlotte, North Carolina. You know, Charlotte is a really, it's a really solid, it's a really solid city, I would say, you know, any place in North Carolina, you definitely got to live in Charlotte. It should be the capital, but it's not. <laughs> oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's so cool. So how long have you been in Vegas and what other visions do you have yourself for yourself here? Because you said you came for a convention um, and what type of convention was that? Yeah, so uh, it was a speaking, speaking competition. And uh, it was it was great because it I feel like it's one of a kind. You know, it helps speakers to really realize that they are in competition with other speakers, and you do have to actually make changes on the fly and really kind of look at what you're doing and how you can make those little tweaks to really stand out from somebody in that same competition. You know, you're not really aware of it. You know, on your day to day marketing, because everybody's stuck in their own world. But and we all feel like we're the best, but there's other people that are you know just as good as us and. Sometimes they market a little bit better. So that's why they get certain opportunities. And um, at a speaking competition, you know, you're having to make these changes on the fly. And uh, being, we were pretty much, I'm, I'm behind the scenes doing the tech stuff, running the presentations, playing the music, making sure everything runs smooth. And just from my perspective, it's great to see it, you know, just watching and just watching the small adjustments. That's yeah. so fun. That's like such a different uh, perspective that you're bringing to the motivational speaking world. I love it. I mean, I think it probably needed a boost. It's, you know, it's kind of, I don't know, it, there is, there's so many different types of motivational speakers out there and I come in contact with them again, like being an artist myself and being a part of advocacy groups. And I love that you're infusing this in like completely different style uh, within it, which again, helps people to become more competitive. And to be honest, a lot of my listeners, you know, we branch out into all sorts of things, being circus artists, which you so beautifully acknowledged us, Sean. And thank you so much for that, because what we do is very hard work and you know, this is very much a melting pot of it here in Vegas and uh, all my Vegas listeners out there <laughs> that are, you know, still staying in the game. It's still, you know, a weird time, but Vegas is open and the shows continue to be more open here too. So, you know, it's been fun going around and seeing friends that I've known for a very long time and seeing which shows they're all in. But, you know, we do a lot of different things in our environment and motivational speaking can also be one of them as well. We can incorporate that into our performance or maybe into a show and a lot of us do a lot of um i would say um uh media for the companies that we work with that's where i started speaking a lot uh which is working for a lot of circuses and sometimes being the only english speaker actually where english is my native language so they would you know prop me up and ask me to do a lot of the interviews so i got kind of comfortable in speaking doing that but i i i love the um the different perspective that I think that you have. And so what other great tools do you think it, uh, motivational speakers need to be competitive and to stay competitive, especially now? Because 
everyone's an influencer now, you know, Sean, everyone, you know, kind of like you said, everyone's in the game. And um, I think, uh, you know, uh, making sure that you stand out in a viable way sometimes can be very tricky. I think it's really good to stay true to who you are because I think that's the best of who you are. But you know, like you said, there's uh, there's a game to it, and there's also yeah, there's a there's a strategy. For sure, yes. I say the best way to stand out is to really follow. Make sure you covering all of the essentials first off, covering all the basics of you know whatever it is you do, especially within the speaking business. You got your speaker sheets, your demo reel. But you have to have this a core piece of content that you're using to get most of your opportunities. But the secret is not, it's not really a book. No, it's an album. You have to make an album if you're a speaker. It's only right. You know, music is the key to the soul. You know, you match that with positive words, you can change lives. So why not, you know, monetize that by making an album, getting streams, making money from the album the same way you're going to make money from the book. You can make the album a lot quicker than you can write the book. People have been procrastinating on the book for about five years out here. It's, it's a lot of them, you know? And I know you can write a book. You could probably do it way quicker. Now you're probably not going to in 30 days or something. You know? <laughs> I'm but so like, Most that. people, you know, they, it takes it take some time. You know, why not come to the studio with us for an hour or an hour and a half, you know, you know, you know, make, make an album or record some voiceovers, about 30 minutes or use some stuff you already recorded on YouTube, just send it to us. You know, it just it just makes too much sense to not to not make albums. You know, like musicians, they base their whole career around these things. They make one, they go on world tours because they're leveraging that. You know, they get the streams, the plaques, and everything. You know, we can help you get a plaque. We can help you do that. You know, <laughs> if you want a million streams, we we've helped the client do that before. We have the best practices, so you know, let's do it. Wow. Wow. Where do people stream, um, you know, like your content? Like where could we find it if we were looking for it? Is it just like on Spotify or on, you know, like where is it? Yeah. You know, all of the major streaming platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes, as well as, you know, the Pet Talk app is a big one too, so, um, especially with their motivation. It's only on iPhone right now, but mm. um, it's, it's a great app for motivational audios and music. And there's like tons of playlists. A lot of these playlists have thousands of people subscribed to it. So um, a lot of times we're, also, we're able to like automatically get our clients, you know, a certain amount of you know streams or just exposure on certain playlists. It, it looks good to be side by side some of the biggest speakers in the game on the same playlist. You know, the musicians do the exact same thing. You know, Spotify playlists are really big right now. Um, like um, like Rap Caviar, a bunch of different playlists that you know. A lot of these industry musicians try to get on and these record labels make sure that their artists are on these playlists, you know, because they know just being in rotation with people that are just automatically going to hear the playlist. It's almost like a cheat code for streams, you know. Wow, that's so cool. I love, I mean, I love, I love Ted. I love the Ted app. I, I think it's everyone, every artist's dream is to go viral. On a you know, giving a TED talk, it's like you know the vision of like what you could be or what you could do. Um, that's so that's so awesome. And there's such like an arithmetic too to like a TED talk. I've I've been fascinated with TED talks for so many years and have thought about giving one myself and wondering what I would give it on, how I would do it, how it would uh, how I would approach it. Um, and again, for listeners out there of the podcast, um, I. 
continue to say that I think that's a very smart thing to do uh, if you're in the circus or you're in the performing arts is to put yourself out there as a TED Talk um, and uh, get an angle in there because there's been some incredibly popular TED Talks that have come from the circus community um, and it's helped them a lot with their work. It's helped them to branch out into a lot of other things. These are these are free nuggets I'm giving away right now. <laughs> this is this would be a whole episode, but I'm 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 going to give this one away. But um, you know, I I highly suggest that. And again, with like your know-how, Sean, you would be a wonderful resource for you know any artist looking to be able to capitalize on that um, and um, kind of imbibe that part of them. Because, you know, we're very like silent. A lot of us in our performances as circus artists, you don't really hear us speak. And that's one of the reasons why I started the podcast is because for years, I've always understood that, that people don't really hear us speak. They don't really know us. They don't really hear our personalities or anything like that because we're just on stage and, um, you know, we're, we're not saying anything. You're not there to see us uh, to hear us, you're usually there to see us. It's very visual what we do, which is beautiful. But um, I also think that there is, you know, if you speak to circus people, circus artists, we have, uh, you know, they're very unique characters and have lived a lot and have gone a lot of places and have met really cool people. Like the opportunity I've, you know, been able to meet you, Sean, because by way of circus, this is how I'm meeting you. And um, this is also another reason why I wanted to have a podcast because I wanted people to meet the people that are so fascinating that I get to meet all the time. Um, but I never really, um, you know, had the chance of like, how can I not just be retelling these stories, but get the people there in real time. So that's like totally you. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sean, for coming onto the podcast, for encouraging us and a shout out to Motivation Mondays. It's music, networking and content. Come on down, meet Sean and uh, yeah, go viral. This podcast was recorded on Zencaster and the Live Like an Acrobat podcast is also available on Circus Talk, the inclusive, independent, and international online network for the circus industry. Circus Talk's mission is to create a level playing field for this industry and democratize access to information. Until next time, please stay safe and stay healthy. This is Shanae from the Live Like an Acrobat podcast.